and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. Welcome to the YI Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started doing what they're doing, so that you can figure out your purpose, too. Now, today, we're with Miss Deborah Atkins. Deborah Atkins. This was my former English teacher, and she's been an English teacher for over 38 years. And on top of that, she has how many degrees? Uh, two masters and a bachelor's. Two masters and a bachelor's. Okay. So, Ms. Atkins, I know I missed out on a lot on that intro, so go ahead and like fill in the gaps that I missed. Well, I have a master's in English and a master's in administration because as a teacher, you have to go back and get a master's. Mm-hmm. And then you can get more of, of degrees and you get paid more. Okay. So, I went back and got an administrator's degree even though I was never going to intend to be an administrator. Okay. Um, all right, let's dive right in. Um, let's go to the question that... Everybody wants to know, um, English teacher, of course, but how and why did you become an English teacher? All right. Um, I started tutoring kids when I was in sixth grade. They would send me down to the first graders, and I found I really liked it. Mm-hmm. So I tutored all the way through elementary, all the way through middle school, mm-hmm. all the way through high school. High school is where my French teacher because I was taking uh, advanced French, so I took French level six. And she said, you've, you've got to sit down, you've got to decide what kind of teacher you want to be. Mm-hmm. And she said, honestly, becoming a language teacher, there are very few jobs in it. And she says, you love literature, you love reading, and you love every topic under the sun, mm-hmm. and that makes it English. Okay. Because in English, I can do history. I can do, you know, Shakespeare's time, Macbeth. I can do ancient. I can do modern. I do remember Macbeth. Absolutely, because we got to chop your head off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So, I mean, like, how? So you said you were what? You were a kid when you just when you realized that okay, this was it. I I had a natural ability to get other kids to learn things, and it was everything. From I like I taught swim lessons when I was in junior high. Okay. In so what middle was, school. What was like your first experience with that though? Like what you, what's your earliest memory of just like taking that role on? Going down, going down from a sixth, being a sixth grader and being assigned to go down to first graders and work with little kids, teaching them how to write letters, write their first letters and read their first words. And I was like, this is fun. Mm. And watching somebody go, oh, my God, that's how you do that. Mm -hmm. And you really do see the light bulb going off above their head, and they they get such joy out of it. And you're like, I can make people happy. Mm. Okay. And that's the the neat thing. Okay. Um, Okay, so what were some childhood hobbies I have? I know you just said that, you know, teaching, I mean, Oh, well, that wasn't really a hobby. That was just something that my teachers decided I was good at, mm-hmm. and they put me in it. Um, hobbies, um, drawing, mm-hmm. um, playing music. I played guitar. I read like crazy. I loved reading mm-hmm. everything. Going to the library was just like so exciting. Okay. Um, I actually did things like give tours at the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And I just volunteered. It's like working with people was always so much fun mm -hmm. that that's what I like to do. And so I guess my hobbies more artistic, mm -hmm. like behind you are like my art guitars. Like I take old broken guitars and I turn them into pieces of art. Mm -hmm. So I like, and I do pottery. I throw pots and make my own pottery. Is it, is that like something, is, is it really fun? I, I, I it is so it. much fun to I'll... get so dirty, but it's so rewarding because you make something like Zoom. You just take your hands, you throw it, you center it, and then you can make whatever you're wanting to make. I see all the videos online, but I'm just like, uh, can I really do that? I, I imagine myself like when I get older, more to be more of a painter because I don't know. I just like painting. It seems to create it in me. I like painting too, um, but the pottery is so yeah. instantly fulfilling. It looks fun. <laughs> you it you looks get fun. a piece that you can use. And you just determine the shape of it, and then you trim it up, and then you color it. And being able to pick how you're going to color it, it's that, just like, yeah, I draw, I actually do it paintings and I draw on pieces. So there's, there's very little art that I haven't ever accomplished. And then my other hobbies, sports wise, is like, I like water, whitewater rafting. Mm. I like kind of dangerous things and I get all excited. Okay. And you have traveled the world a lot. I know you've been to like every country, you know, like I ever. I love traveling. Mm. There's so much to see. History is so cool. Um, and every piece of literature I study, I go visit that place mm -hmm. if I can. Sometimes I'm not allowed to. Like um, for the longest time since my family was thrown out of Russia mm -hmm. for being Jewish, mm -hmm. um, they wouldn't allow me back in Russia. So I've never been back into Russia. Okay. But, um, sure, all of Europe. Okay. Okay. Um, all but two of the 50 states. Okay. That's, that's cool to see all of America. Yeah, that's, that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So I, like, I read Midnight in the Garden of, of Good and Evil, mm -hmm. and that's set in Savannah. So I went to Savannah. And, and they're all about that book. So they take you to that and they show you the house in which it's done. Okay. It's so neat. It's like, wow, it's coming to life. Okay. Okay. So, um, you, like your current status, can you like explain your current status? Because I know that you, you're like partially retired. Fully well, retired. I am actually retired from Montgomery County. Mm -hmm. I substitute in Montgomery County. Mm -hmm. Um, subbing in Montgomery County is, I can go in when I want to and sub in what I want. Mm -hmm. So what they do is I am still certified teacher. Mm -hmm. um, I did take, I did take over for one teacher for a month and a half when she had an accident. Okay. Uh, I prefer not to. Mm -hmm. I sub two to three days a week. I could sub every day because they need subs mm -hmm. and it pays. Okay. It's my fun money. Fun, fun money. It's yeah. my fun money. Yeah. I appreciate the fun money thing. Okay, so when you were a full-time, you know, because now you're retired, but what was an average day like for you uh, as an English teacher? Oh, wow. Getting in at 7 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't leave until three thirty, four o'clock every day. Okay. So average day, pretty much, you don't really get lunch. Mm. <laughs> you know, 
I would look at you all and say, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. It's lunchtime. Give me five minutes. I'll be back. Mm -hmm. um, you're always doing something. It, you know, um, you, it's like my theater teacher in college said, aren't you going to go into theater? I said, well, I'm going to a kind of theater. Five shows a day, 45 minutes a show. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, uh, yeah, no doubt. You're on. Yeah. You're on, and, and everybody's asking you questions, and they need things, and... Um, some days you feel like a book that's had every page ripped out of it because wow. you got, it's all gone. Mm. You're like, whoa. Mm. But it, it's just wonderful. You get to talk to all these wonderful people. You get to help them. You get to help them choose a career. You get to help them with their problems. They come to you and say, oh, you know, I, I want to ask so and so out. <laughs> and you can get to that stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, when you're not in the classroom, you're planning or you're grading. Mm -hmm. And you know, I gave you back papers. There was never just a good on it. Yeah. There was always, okay, this is really good. This needs work. This needs to add here, add this, add that. Um, because you're always thinking, how can I make the person to produce the best that they can? I agree, yeah. There is no, everybody should be at this level because that's insane. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Okay, so what is the least, what is your least favorite part about teaching English? Attending meetings. Attending meetings. Yes, my God, we have to attend meetings on everything. Okay. Okay, so we're going to have a meeting on how you do a lockdown. We're going to have a meeting on how you evacuate the building. We're going to have a meeting about how you fill out these forms. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a meeting on how you have to give the HSAs or the parks or other state tests meetings mm. and it's just like okay and then meetings about um i mean there are things you have to know like how do you handle parent conference mm -hmm. you know how how do you adjust for anybody who has a special ed accommodation okay that those meetings are informational mm -hmm. but meetings about like every year you have to go through the blood pathogen training mm. what to do if some kid cuts themselves in mm. class those are my least favorite things because meetings, getting 30, 40 people in a room to come to some consensus mm -hmm. <laughs> is never going to happen. <laughs> but they all have to come up with some kind of, yay, okay, we've agreed to this. Okay. So, yeah, I just always hated meetings. Now I don't have to attend any. Yeah, lucky. Okay, so what about, um, what's your favorite part? Favorite part is just discussion. Having class discussion, you know, we read this thing, and what is this guy trying to get across? Why did he write it? Mm. Um, having people realize that, you know, Shakespeare isn't just some idiot who wrote a bunch of hard-to-say words. I disagree, though. But you, you know I disagree, you, but you, that's a discussion we'll save for later. Okay. <laughs> did you not like Shakespeare? No, I did not like Shakespeare. But didn't you love Macbeth? I hated Macbeth. You didn't like having your head cut off? I, you know what I liked? <laughs> I like being taught by you. Other than that, Shakespeare was garbage. Like, I really hated everything about Shakespeare. Don't know why they teach in his school, but that's... Oh, he, he just captures the human emotions of an event. He does. He really gets it. He really gets Hamlet's angst you, and you, Macbeth's greed. Yeah, you're going to like this next question. Do you think... 
and this is a this is a a, a fan favorite uh, for our audience out there listening. But again, I've been interviewing for some reason. I've been interviewing a lot of people who are in the education system. So, you know, I, I've been getting a lot of the answers that I don't want to hear. But do you think that grades matter in school for the success that you had in your career? So, do you think that your grades in school matter for the success that you had in your career? No. No. No, my grades didn't really matter. It's what I wanted, what I wanted to get out of things, mm. what I want to learn. And I always tell kids, if I knew exactly what you needed to know sometime in the future, wouldn't you think I'd just do it? Mm. I said, I don't know what you need to know, so I'm going to tell you everything I know. Mm. And whatever I know that you can apply to what you need to know in the future, hallelujah. Mm. I agree. Because okay. knowledge, if I stop learning, I must be dead mm. because people learn all the way through their lives. Yeah, all the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Self education, everything. Like oh, everything. Every every moment of your life is a learning experience. I agree. And and I love it all. It's like when my friends first suggested when I was in high school, let's go whitewater rafting, let's go horseback riding. I'm like, sure, cool. Okay, how do I get on a horse? Mm. Okay. Okay, I, I, you don't approach a horse. You don't walk around the behind of a horse. It's not a good thing. They get freaked out. So, I mean, you learn all these things that eventually apply to other things. Mm. There is such an interconnectedness in this world that you really want to know everything you can. Mm. Okay, now let's wrap it up because um, I think people, I want I want people to hear the answer to this question the most because you're, um, we actually had an English teacher on before, um, and he, he was in, in PG County, but he was only, he's about 28 years old. So like, around he's a baby. Yeah, and again, even he said in his, um, and during our discussion that he's like the baby of his, whatever, his least favorite thing actually was talking to other staff members because they always treated him like a baby. But what I'm saying, I, I what I really want to know from you, from somebody who was very well seasoned in the, um, educational system is... What is one piece of advice that you could give out to, you know, others aspiring to be, again, 17 through 25-year-olds who are aspiring to be something, you know, have a career that was as good as yours? And not only that, but to people who are just trying to figure out what they want to do and just need, like, guidance to see if maybe, oh, this is interesting to me. Or... I think you have to experience it. I, I mean, I've had student teachers who come through and done student teaching and realize that wasn't what they want to do. Mm -hmm. You have to really love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, when you major in something in college, have a passion for it. And whatever you have a passion for, even though it seems like, oh, you majored in uh, sociology or psychology or something that you don't think, or humanities, mm -hmm. all right, that you're not going to find a job in, you will find a career that connects somehow to your passion mm -hmm. and makes you happy. Because if you're not happy, you will leave the profession, whatever you're in. Mm -hmm. um, the average burnout rate for teachers now has lowered. When I first started teaching, the burnout rate was between five and 10 years. Mm -hmm. If a teacher got to the 10 year mark, they were in it for good. Mm -hmm. Now, teachers leave after three years. They burn out because no one has prepared them for the amount of work there is in teaching. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not just what you see in the classroom. There's so much more to it. Uh, 
you have to have a passion for whatever you do and you will then be successful at your career because you will love it and that love is catchy. Mm. People around you, the people you work with, will love what you're doing mm. and they will enjoy it along with you. Okay. All right. That was a perfect interview and we're going to wrap it up right there because that was, again, that was great. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube, iTunes podcast, SoundCloud, and Google Play channels at YI Network. And make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at YI Network. That's Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, all that. And if you or somebody you know loves their job and would like to inspire others too, make sure to email me at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you guys soon.